Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of plan investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. Ohio, ready for some quick mental health facts? Let's go. Nearly 2 million Ohioans live with a mental health condition. In the U.S., more than 50% of people will be diagnosed with a mental illness in their lifetime. Depression is a leading cause of disability worldwide. So why are some of us still stigmatizing people living with a mental health condition when we know all of this? Let's listen to the facts and beat the stigma. Ohio, challenge what you know about mental health at beatthestigma.org. The Atlanta Hawks schedule has been released, and today we're talking about the guards and the forwards of your Atlanta Hawks. The Hawks Week podcast starts right now. Let's go. Kevin Herter to get it in. Everyone standing at State Farm Arena. Herter looks, plays it into Trey. Two seconds, one. Trey Slaughter. Rip his heart out. I'm the best ever. I'm the most brutal and ambitious and most ruthless champion there's ever been. There's no one can stop me. Lynch is a conqueror. No, I'm Alexander. He's no Alexander. I'm the best ever. There's never been anybody ruthless. I'm Sonny Liston. I'm Jack Dempsey. There's no one like me. I'm from Nairclaw. There's no one that can match me. My style is impetuous. My defense is impregnable. And I'm just ferocious. I want your heart. I want to eat his children. Praise be to Allah. You are now listening to the Hawks Beat Podcast with your host, Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, what is up? What is up? What is up? Welcome to another edition of the Hawks Beat Podcast. I'm your host, Edub, taking you on another journey of Atlanta Hawks basketball. We are presented by the Minute Media Podcast Network, and we appreciate you for taking time out of your schedule to listen to what we got to say. So sit back, relax, and uh, we got a fun show for you this evening or this morning or whenever you're listening to the podcast. First things first, man, let's get rid of some of this housekeeping. Uh, again, this is the Hawks Beat Podcast. A big part of what we do is on social media. So we invite you to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that jazz, man. Where, 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 wherever you are being social, come holler at us. <laughs> Chances are we have an account, right? We're still working on the TikTok stuff. Maybe that'll maybe that'll be a new wrinkle in uh, this upcoming season. But uh, nevertheless, whatever social media platform you're on, please take some time out to find the Hawkspeed podcast. Give us a like, a follow, or whatever, and we would greatly appreciate that. 
Also, we want you to subscribe to the podcast, subscribe to our podcast. And that way, whenever we drop, you'll get that little notification in your email and everything and uh, let you know to stop what you're doing and <laughs> give us a listen. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, we, we would greatly appreciate that. And while you're subscribing, go ahead and leave us a five star rating on the pod and just let us just show us some love. So. That is something that we do uh, each and every podcast. We try to remind our listeners uh, about that. So if you're new to the pod, first of all, welcome. Welcome in. I always say give me the chance to earn your business. If you're a Hawks fan, if you like the NBA, uh, welcome in. Let's get down with the get down. You know, I I enjoy feedback. I enjoy uh, chapping it up with you guys and hearing your opinions. And uh, this is a safe place, man. This is a safe place. So, uh Let me break down what we're doing today. If you missed last episode of the pod, go back and check that out. We broke down the point guards. We broke down the point guard position. And this is episode two in a three-part series that we're doing of kind of a roster breakdown. Um, The last pod, we broke down the point guards, which was fairly fairly simple and easy to the point. (laughs) It was just Trey, uh, DeJounte, and Aaron, Aaron Holiday. And so that was fairly easy and, you know, kind of still a good listen, though. Still a good listen. So if you haven't missed that one, go ahead and either check it out now or go back and check it after this one. Just make sure you check it out at some time. So today we're going to be breaking down the guards and forwards or as in today's modern NBA is uh, called. Uh, they're called wings. So, you know, the NBA typically have three uh, major positions now is kind of like the point guard, the wings, and the big. So uh, today we're going to talk about the wings. We're going to dissect that a little bit. And um, on our third pod, we're going to break down the bigs. And so those are kind of like your power forwards and your centers, your your, your big men. You know, it's kind of it's kind of self-explanatory. <laughs> Nevertheless, we're going to get into all that stuff, man. We're going to get into it. But first of all, let's get into a little bit of Hawks news And the major news story for the Hawks has just been, like all the other teams, the NBA schedule release. Now, a lot of people I'll make kind of a big deal of this. And a lot of people like really go in depth of the schedule release. Like, oh, man, we got seven games in February. We got to go to Utah. And like, I don't really do that. (laughs) I don't really do that. Like, this isn't this isn't that type of pod. So, um yeah, if, if you came looking for that, I'm sorry. I'm just not that guy. I, I don't really do that. But there are some things that I did find newsworthy uh, as far as the podcast, I mean, as far as the schedule release is concerned. Hawks got 18 national TV games. So, I mean, that's big. Like, I was covering this Hawks team when uh, the number was far below 18. Like, it was far below 8 and maybe even at times far below 3. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so 18 is, is something to, you know, it's something to be happy about. A lot of Hawks fans were disappointed that there was no Christmas Day game. I could understand that, especially after last year where, um, you know, you kind of got cheated on, on, the, on the Christmas Day game with, with Trey not being available. But, um, yeah, I, I thought it would have been cool to have another Hawks New York thing on, on Christmas Day. But, hey, you know, you. They they want another another way and so like it's fine to me like it's okay. Um, also notable on the schedule the MLK game, uh, which is always a fun game to cover. Um, 
particularly for me because they get it done in the afternoon <laughs> and I'm done covering and I can pod and I'm, I'm done and I'm home by like eight o'clock. But uh, MLK Day game is always fun. It's going to be on TNT this year at 3.30 uh, in January. And uh, I'm looking forward to the season, man. I'm, they have a big road trip in January. But again, I'm not going to go in depth about uh who exactly they're playing, when they're playing, and all this, that, and the other. That's just, that's not really what I do. But Hawks' schedule did come out. It could be found on our website, or you can go to hawks.com. Uh, also, I forgot to mention our website. Our website is thehawksbeat.com. You can get to our pod that way. You can get to our social medias and anything else that we cover. So swing by thehawksbeat.com and check us out. Um, before we get into uh, our breakdown of the wings, um, I'm going to pause just a moment, just in case my um, my sponsors need to throw in an advertisement. So um, we're going to take a quick break on the other side. We're going to jump right into it. We're going to jump right into it. We're not going to waste no time. So you're listening to the Hawksbeat Podcast. Stay tuned. We'll be right back after this. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Support for this podcast and the following message come from Corient. Corient provides wealth management services centered around you. They focus on exceeding your expectations and simplifying your life. Corient has been helping high achievers just like you enjoy their lives more fully, preserve their wealth, and provide for the people, causes, and communities they care about. As one of the largest integrated fee-only registered investment advisors in the U.S., Corient has deeply experienced teams in 23 strategic locations. Corient has extensive knowledge spanning the full spectrum of planning, investing, lending, and money management disciplines. Leverage Corient's exclusive network of experts to craft custom solutions designed to help you reach your financial goals, no matter how complex they may be. Real wealth requires real solutions. For more information, connect with a wealth advisor today at Corient.com. That's C-O-R-I-E-N-T.com. Corient.com. All right, folks, we are back. You listen to the Hawksbeat Podcast. It's your man, E-Dub. Um, it's always kind of uh, nerve-wracking when I pause for that, <laughs> for when I pause for my uh, for my network to insert a commercial because it's not 100% guaranteed that they're going to throw a commercial in there. They do like 95% of the time. I'll even say maybe even 97 percent of the time but there's sometimes i'll pause and they won't put the commercial in there and i'm like oh man but it's all good y'all know what it is that's why i just do a brief pause and we're gonna keep it rocking keep it rolling anyway so uh, breaking down the wings today just breaking down the wing position and just some things that i noticed and some things that i kind of looked at i thought it would be kind of interesting to talk about so if you are kind of new to this kind of new term of the wings, so the wings are considered um, guys that back in the day, used to call them shooting guards and small forwards. They're now kind of considered wings and uh, in today's NBA. So if you're looking at the guys who are technically wings on this squad, you're looking at DeJounte Murray, who is uh, slated to be the starting two guard. 
DeAndre Hunter, who is slated to be the starting three. Um, coming off the bench, you have Justin Holiday, you have Bogdan Bogdanovich. Um, Jalen Johnson could kind of be a tweener, but I, I, I didn't really I have him with my bigs conversation. So I'm not going to really be talking about Jalen Johnson today. Um, I think the Hawks see him more as a big and uh, I don't really have him as a wing. So, yeah, um, first round draft pick A.J. Griffin can be considered as a wing. Tyrese Martin, uh, Trent Forrest, one of the well. Trent's kind of a point guard, but he was kind of signed late, so he's not really in this conversation as well. He probably should be, but he's not. So those are your wings. Mo Harkless is kind of a, um, I guess he can kind of be considered a wing. Uh, he's kind of a, a, a mix between a wing and a big, so I kind of have him on there on the back end, but I don't really have too much to say about him. So um, that's kind of where the conversation is starting. Uh, when you look at those guys and you look at the wing position for the Hawks, I think it's a very good position. I think it might even be a position of strength for the Hawks. Um, not so much as the point guard position when I talked about last uh, pod, because look, you got Trey and you got you know Aaron Holiday, and uh, rumor is that Dejounte Murray is going to be playing some point. So here's the thing: I started with needs. I started with needs, and what when I look at this collection of wings. What are some things that this collection needs? What would this group, what do they need? The first thing that I wrote down is an improved DeAndre Hunter. And listen, nobody's a bigger DeAndre Hunter fan than me. Like I wrote a piece on DeAndre not too long ago and was like, yo, man, like I've been in on DeAndre Hunter. I like DeAndre Hunter a lot. And I bang DeAndre Hunter sometimes when he's not really playing well. And last year, it wasn't his best year. Uh, he was down in pretty much every statistical category except for, like, three-point shooting. Like, his three-point shooting went from, like, 32 to 37, which, you know, it is it is what it is. But for DeAndre, DeAndre is going to play a pivotal point in this, in this team's success, I believe. I think that... You can't really talk Hawks success if you don't have an improved DeAndre and what they want him to be, what they need him to be, what they drafted him to be. He's got to stay healthy, man. He's got to stay healthy. Last year, he played 53 out of 82 games. The year before, he played 23 out of 72. And uh, that first year, he played like 63 out of 67. So it was just like, yo, you know, it's been like, you know. Uh, it, he hasn't necessarily been an Iron Man for the Hawks. He hasn't necessarily been an Iron Man, and he needs to be. He needs to be. Not necessarily an Iron Man, but you got to get those games up. You got to be available to your team. And when you're not, you're. It, it's not. It doesn't bode well for you. So I can't really speak to the negotiations for for DeAndre because nothing's really been out. I know that they are trying to negotiate to get him uh, what he wants or what you know, kind of. Willie found a, a middle ground of where he's supposed to be, money wise. I'm not gonna say what I think the figure should be or not be, but uh, they're working on that. I don't think it's gonna be a distraction. I don't, you know, I don't think so. But um, it's gonna be interesting because DeAndre didn't do himself any favors these last two seasons. So um, I think that he is going to be a big part of this Wings um, unit. And I think that he is he is he is pivotal to what they want to do, especially on the defensive end. Another bullet point under needs that I have is bench scoring. So um, we all hated to see Kevin Herter go. We all hated to see Gallo go. Those are two guys who were consummate pros, 
But beyond that, there were guys that give you scoring off the bench, like pivotal scoring. Like there was times, and Gallo was so up and down. He was so up and down. <laughs> Kevin Herter, to an extent, he was up and down as well. But when those guys had it going, when they had it going, it was like you really didn't have to worry about anything with that second unit, especially once they moved Bogey there. You had Bogey, you had Kevin, and you had Gallo. And from an offensive standpoint, you were straight. Like, defensively, you gave up the booty. But, like, <laughs> offensively, you were straight. Like, defensively, we all know what Gallo is at this stage in his career. Love him to death. Love him to death. But he's a train wreck defensively. He is a train wreck defensively. But uh, that's my guy. I love uh, Gallinari. And uh hope he has a great season. But, <clears throat> so yeah, so you lose that offense. And I guess the thinking was we bring in guys who are a a little bit more defensive minded. And, you know, so you have, a, you know, bringing more Harkless, you bring in uh, the Holiday Kid and uh, you got Griffin and you got some guys who are uh, a little bit higher on the defensive spectrum than Gallo and Herter and, and those guys. So uh, that is that that I put down that as a need like. And my question is this, and I want you to think about it logically. Um, is Bogey and Holiday going to be enough coming off the bench, right? Like, is that going to be enough scoring punch? Because let's say, let's say you don't stagger. And I know there's been a lot of talk about DeJounte Murray being a point guard once Trey Young leaves the court. But eventually he's going to need some rest. So... I'm not sure exactly how Nate plans to run it, but I imagine that there's going to be some times where he's going to have a full bench unit. As much as I don't like it, I've never liked it. That's what Nate does sometimes, you know. So if you have a a second lineup of Aaron Holiday at the point, Bogey at the two, Justin Holiday at the three, you had let's say you had Jalen Johnson at the four and a Congo at the four. I mean at the five. You know, is that enough scoring to go back and forth with teams? You know, I'm not saying it is. I'm not saying it isn't. I'm just asking the question, you know, and, you know, God forbid you have an injury or two. And then you're just like, oh, my gosh, like, what do we do? You know, um, so I don't know. But I think that's a valid question. I think that's a valid question. Do we have enough offense on that second unit? And everyone's like, oh, Bogey's Bogey's going to be the guy. Bogey's going to be the guy. Like, and I get it. But let's be honest about the situation. Bogey's coming off an injury. He's getting older. And uh, he's been missing some games, right? And so these are things that you just have to kind of think about. Well, these are things that I got to think about. Not necessarily you as the fan. But these are things that I think about and these things that, that, that I, I figure are points to ponder. So that's all I got as far as the need. Um Next, I want to look at the minutes in the rotation. So the minutes in the rotation, again, uh, DeJounte and Dre are the starters, right? And so you got Bogey and Holiday. And after that, you don't really have much, right? But that's not here, – here's the thing. It's not so much a problem, but it doesn't, it, doesn't, it doesn't seem like this roster has a lot of wiggle room for injury. And to me, that is a concern. Like, I'm going to talk about the concerns in a little bit, but, like, just heads up, that's kind of a concern to me. If Here's the thing. If you aren't as deep and you can play, let's say you have 
uh, DeJounte and Dre, they're starting it, right? And let's say a lot of people say, okay, DeJounte is going to be kind of affect the backup point guard, which is fine. Like, if that's how you want to play it, if that's how you think it's going to roll, like, that's fine. However, this is an 82-game season. An 82-game season. So you're asking you're asking your point, your, your two-guard to be the starting two-guard and the backup point guard for a little bit. You know, and then, you know, you're asking Dre to play significant minutes after he's coming off an injury, both of those guys. And, you know, you got to make it through the 82 game season and the playoffs that I'm not saying it's a tough ask, but it's kind of a tough ask. So I think the minutes and the rotations are going to be critical this year for Nate McMillan. I'm not sure how he plans to do it how he plans to stagger, if he plans to go full bench. I'm not, I don't know. I haven't talked to him. I haven't asked him. We haven't had media day. We haven't had any conversation, training camp, none of that stuff. So I really don't know. But again, these are points to ponder. Points to ponder. Um, Also, when you talk about the minutes and the rotation, what role is there for the Rooks, Right. What role is there for the Rooks? You got A.J. Griffin, Tyrese Martin. Uh, both of those guys are on the roster. And we saw last year, and apparently there, there was a lot of frustration between the lack of playing time for Jalen Johnson. Didn't get much burn at all. He got some burn in College Park. <laughs> but he didn't get that much burn in, uh, in, in, in the league, you know. And, and look, Nate was trying to win the ball games last year. So, like, I, I kind of get it, but I can't, there, there were times that I banged him on that. I was like, yo, man, play the rook. Like, play the rook. And the rookie, well, he, wasn't, he wasn't going to be good. And chances are when A.J. Griffin gets in this year, he's not going to be good. Rookies usually aren't that good when they first come in the league. It's just a learning curve. Like, that's just what it is. It ain't no, no diss to none of those brothers. But they're going to have to learn the speed of the game and everything is just it's different. And um, so, you know, what role do they play? Do they get significant minutes? And will Nate turn the corner or will Nate, you know, give them a little bit more burn than he did Jalen Johnson? Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So I did a little digging because I had a lot of time on my hands today and I can be kind of a nerd once I go down this rabbit hole. So I went and looked at Nate McMillan last three years in Indiana, which was the 2019-20 season, 18-19, and 17-18 season. And I looked at the rookies that he had on those squads and how much playing time they got. And it's crazy the rookie that got the most playing time, it seemed, as far as just like minutes per game, 
was one Mr. Aaron Holiday <laughs> in the 20 uh on the on the uh the 2018 2019 team that team had like Victor Oladipo it had uh uh Darren Collison it had a pretty good guard lineup and uh our guy Aaron Aaron Holiday managed to get 13 minutes a game you know 6 points 1.7 assist but uh 13 minutes a game I tell you what man if I I wouldn't be opposed to seeing AJ Griffin get 10 to 12 minutes a game, you know, seeing how he does, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, kids got to learn, but you have to realize this 82 games is a marathon. You're not going to be able to play Trey and DeJounte and Dre out there heavy, heavy minutes and expect them to be cool for the playoffs. Like there's got to be some, I'm not going to say there's got to be some coasting, but like you have to manage the minutes, you know, because I don't think this team has enough depth to sustain a big injury i just i just don't think they have it i just don't so um yeah that's going to be a big thing for me how i'm going to be watching how nate handles the minutes as far as the rooks are concerned and those starters a key player uh somebody asked me i i didn't i didn't do a mailbag but somebody did ask me um who do you think a key player is on this team and um while I'm talking about the wings, I, I, I have to go with Bogey, uh, Bogdan Bogdanovich. The reason being is because they are asking him to do a heavy lift this season, a heavy lift. Like if he is supposed to be the main guy on that second unit, and this is if Nate runs a full second unit. If he's a main guy on that second unit, the scoring's going through Bogey. Like it's going through Bogey. And I think he can do it. I think he put up numbers. You know, I heard on another pod they were saying, you know, Bogey um, – his name was mentioned for possible six men of the year. Like he, he can put up those uh those type of numbers, I believe. You know, uh, he sure as hell is gonna get his chances <laughs> if he's out there. You know, and I would love to see Bogey have a bounce back year. I would love to see him play like at least seventy games, seventy five games, and just have a great year. Bring home that six man to to Atlanta and make uh, Lou Will. And uh, <laughs> make Lou Will and Jamal Crawford very proud. You know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I just think he's a, a key player, not so much because of the heavy lift that they're asking him, but because, again, he's getting older and he's coming off an injury. So uh, I'm hoping that he's well. I'm hoping that he's healthy because we all seen what he's capable of when he is healthy. So, yeah. Um, the strengths of this group, when I look at the strengths of this group, I look at it like this. And when you talk about the strengths, I think you kind of have to look at this from a whole team perspective. I think, again, I think the wings on this team are really good. I think that they're really good. And as far as a five is concerned, it, it you'll be hard pressed to find a better five on paper than they want, than the one they have here in Atlanta. And I, I'm be dead honest with you. Like, you know, you have a very good starting five. So uh, on paper, I think you have an extremely good starting five. I think your uh, your wings are solid with Jante and DeAndre Hunter. And if you put those two beside any two and three in the league, like it's they up there, like they up there. Um, they got to go out there and play. But as far as potential and what they could be and what everyone's expecting them to be, they are up there. And again, 
in the totality, I think that this team is capable. I think they are capable of playing a very exciting brand of basketball. And again, this kind of goes beyond the wing conversation. But I think when you have two guards like Trey and DeJounte who can both distribute at a level that they can distribute, I can see that ball movement. I can see a lot of people getting involved. Listen, if you're a Hawks fan, there's a lot of things to be happy about. There's a lot of things to be happy about. And the potential of what this team could be, everyone gets involved. Like, I, I think it I think it could be a fun brand of basketball to watch. So that is what I see the strengths of this team. And again, that kind of goes beyond the um, beyond the wing conversation. But uh, I, I do want to uh, talk about, again, my concerns. I mentioned it a little bit earlier. Um my concerns are this depth, enough scoring and injuries. Um, I'm just, you know, I, I worry about the depth a little bit. Um, John Collins is kind of still in limbo. So, again, this is probably for uh, the conversation on the next pod when I talk about the bigs. But I, th- I think you might be a little thin at, at power forward. Like if John goes down, what, you're going to just throw Jalen Johnson in there now? Like he's all of a sudden he's going to be ready. Is that it? And let's say if John goes down, let's say if he gets hurt, you know what I'm saying? What happens if he, if he injures that big old fat thumb of his <laughs> and he gets hurt, you know? So, you know, these are just kind of points to ponder, you know, just things to kind of think about. I know sometimes when you're a fan, you're a little, you're a little blinded by kind of the reality or kind of like what really is, <laughs> what it really is. And it's, you know, kind of my job to kind of point out these things. At the end of the day, I think this is a very good Hawks team. I think this is a playoff team. I think that the wings on this team are very good, like better than average, like very above average. But uh, there's definitely little room, uh, little wiggle room as far as, um, you know, injuries and things like that. But I think the core of bogey, and Dre and all those guys, I think that they're going to be really good this year. And if I had to pick two breakout guys, I would say Bogey and on uh, DeAndre. Mainly because Dre is trying to get that money. <laughs> Dre trying to get that money, y'all. So he's going to be out there. He got a little sprained toe. He's going to be out there. So I look for him to play a lot more games. Look for Bogey to really be stepping up on that second unit. And uh, hopefully those guys have a great year. So. That about wraps it as far as the as the wings are concerned. Next up, uh, next pod in a few days, we'll be talking about the bigs. That will be the last pod in our three-part series. Uh, Clint Capella, Big O, Kamiski, John Collins, Jalen Johnson. Going to be talking about those bigs. And If you have any questions about the bigs, shoot them to me. Any questions about the roster, I may do a mailbag on that episode uh, since it is the final one in our little series of the roster breakdowns. But, um, yeah, so we're going to be talking bigs uh, at the end of, um, what is today? Thursday going into Friday. So probably sometime early next week, I'll probably drop that pod. So, uh, once again, make sure you're following us on all of our social media. Subscribe to the podcast. Podcast, (laughs) Give us a five-star rating. That would really help us out in the podcast community. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening to the Hawksbeat Podcast. I'm your host, E-Dub. Looking forward to the season, man. I'm ready just like you guys are ready. But like we always say, man, God is good all the time, and all the time God is good. So if you don't know him, 
need to find him, get to know him, show him some love because that is all he is showing you. L O V E Love. We out. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, activities, excursions, and more in one place to make your trip truly unforgettable. Viator has over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from. Everything from simple tours to extreme adventures and all the niche, interesting stuff in between. So you can plan something that everyone you're traveling with will enjoy. Real traveler reviews give the inside scoop from people who've already been on the experiences you're considering. So you can plan with confidence. Free cancellation helps you plan for the unexpected. And 24-7 customer support means you can travel worry-free. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details.